0: Welcome to the Know and Love podcast, where we discuss how to interpret the scriptures for everyday life in order to grow in our devotion to God and His Word. We are your hosts, Adam and Rachel Pereira, and we are so glad that you joined us today.
1: Well, hello. We'd like to introduce you to our brand new podcast, Know and Love, Interpreting the Scriptures for Life. I want to take a few minutes to introduce ourselves. My name is Adam, and uh, I am the senior pastor at Covington Baptist Church uh, in Covington, Pennsylvania. Uh, Covington is a small rural town. In fact, uh, we had to learn the hard way that uh, the locals say Covington, not what you'd expect, Covington.
0: Got to get that right.
1: Yeah, and uh, I've been here for 12 years, six years as an associate pastor, and then the past six years as uh, the senior pastor. Uh, Grew up in Orlando, Florida, so this is uh, quite the, the change for us. We're still getting used to the winters after 12 years.
0: And my name is Rachel and uh, I am the other half of this duo. I grew up in Florida as well, up in the Panhandle, which is almost like Southern Alabama. And uh, we have four kids. Before we had children, I was a teacher. And so now I have the opportunity to keep using that teaching in homeschooling them. So we have three boys and one girl. And this coming year, we're gonna be having a seventh grader a third grader, a first grader, and then our last little guy was kind of a surprise to us. We thought we were done with kids. He will be um, almost eight months when we're recording this, so he's not quite ready for school yet.
1: And this season, we want to talk about rightly interpreting the Bible. Uh, If we're called to know God's Word, then we have to know how to handle God's Word. So we're going to be looking at Uh, different topics regarding rightly interpreting the Bible. Uh, In fact, kind of the theme verse for this season is 2 Timothy 2.15. It says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed. And then that key phrase there at the end, rightly handling the word of truth. And that's what we want to do as God's people
0: Specifically today, we want to introduce this season and our podcast as a whole by kind of looking at the why behind the podcast, and we're going to be answering or at least trying to answer four questions today about this podcast and how it could be beneficial for you and your walk with the Lord. Uh, The first question we want to answer is, why in the world are we doing a podcast on knowing and studying the Bible? I mean, aren't there so many already out there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. In fact, uh, we want to be the first to acknowledge that uh, in no way, shape, or form do we have a corner on the market when it comes to uh, understanding biblical truth. I mean, there's so many good podcasts that are already out there. Uh, There's some great resources uh, great books that are available, uh, but but what we do want to do is we want to add our voices to the to the many others, uh, really in Christendom, uh, that encourage a knowledge and a love for the Word of God, and specifically a knowledge and a love for the Word of God that's lived out in life. Um, we have we have so many resources available to us, but I think. Um, there's a huge epidemic in in Christendom that we kind of have a a theological famine in many ways in our own hearts and minds when it comes to knowing God's word. Uh, And specifically, uh, we're starting this podcast because we have a desire really to encourage those in our local church community um, to just encourage them to know and to love God's word In greater ways. And we also want to bless others that are outside of our specific church community who may listen, uh, to encourage you as well to to have that desire to know and love his word. Uh, Second question uh, that we want to kind of ask in regards to this podcast and why we're doing it is why, Rachel, why should we do why are we doing a Bible study? or an interpretation podcast as a couple?
0: Yeah, I think that's a great question because it's important to realize that both men and women as followers of Christ are called to know God's word. And uh, for me, I grew up in uh, many... uh, Christian schools, went to a Christian college, grew up in church, and I had the opportunity to know God's Word. I knew uh, the different stories of the Old Testament. I uh, grew up being able to memorize a lot of scripture, and I'm so thankful for that. But I think under all of that was kind of an unspoken rule that theology and knowing the Bible was, was for the men. In fact, if I thought of a theologian, I would think of a man standing at the front of a classroom, probably with some sort of tweed blazer on, teaching these deep truths of scripture. And um, if anybody was going to write a book on scripture or talk about theology, it was going to be men. And uh, I think that that has even played out in churches as well. Uh, Oftentimes, Certain studies that are deeper or more focused on theology are marketed to the men, and then the women do the topical studies or the things that are maybe a little more shallow, easy to digest as women. And um, I just have really seen over the years that that's not the case. God has called both men and women to know His Word, and um, that's why I'm really excited about doing this podcast together.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and I think God's given us both a heart as a couple um, to to see people know and love the Scriptures, and in fact, uh, in our ministry in, in, in Covington, Pennsylvania, um, that is really uh, our heartbeat. Is we want to see the people in our church, uh, both men and women, develop a heart to to love the Scriptures, and I, I also I think that in addition to what you said, that that we really, we need one another, both men and women, um, in in studying the scriptures uh, because we each bring a unique perspective to the biblical text. I think that uh, m- men's studies and women's studies are, are much needed in the church today, but I also think studying the Bible together is important because, because we bring a unique perspective to the text, and and that doesn't mean that the meaning of a text changes right. for a man or a woman. Uh, but I think the the uh, significance of a text, or the the implications of a text, or the applications of a text, um, are are uh, are helped by getting both the male and the female perspective. Um, for instance, uh, a few verses that, that uh, I think of that, that's really helpful to be able to, um, to talk through together, uh, both ma- male and female. You think of Philippians 2.3, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others uh, more significant than yourselves. Um, You know, what does that mean? uh, What are the implications of that from a a male and a female perspective? Or or Philippians 4.12, I know how to be brought low. I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. So for both men and women, um, the answer to contentment is found in Christ. But the specific circumstances where that contentment uh, uh, is found in Christ, it may differ between a man and a woman, right?
0: Right, yeah. And I think that it's important to... Emphasize that both men and women need to know God's word, uh, not only so that we can know the other perspective, so that I can know maybe what a man is thinking or what a, a woman is thinking, but it also equips us to minister more specifically, specifically to the circles that we're in. Um, understanding the women's perspective helps me then better minister to the women that God has placed in my life, and the same, same with men. So I think uh, it's, it works on both sides. It's two sides of the same coin, I think. Um, there's one specific passage that I can think of that we actually had quite a bit of discussion about um, in our own marriage in 1 Peter.
1: Yeah, 1 Peter 3.7. Um, it says, likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel since they are heirs with you of the grace of life so that your prayers may not be hindered. Uh, that's a text that that uh, we've discussed in in detail. in fact, um, my uh, doctoral project I worked on was going through the book of first Peter uh, so I, I used you as a sounding board off that <laughs> and uh, it's kind of the the, the typical uh, interpretation that you hear a lot of that, that women are the weaker vessel in what way?
0: That we're weaker emotionally, that we can't handle it as well as men.
1: Yeah, and, and so I think if, if uh, uh, you know, a lot of times we interpret the Scripture by what we hear uh, rather than, than maybe looking into what the text actually says, uh, but we had a lot of discussion on that, and, and I think in our discussion, uh, you kind of blew away the, 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 the uh, theory um, that I had always heard about the woman being the weaker vessel uh, in terms of emotions, because men get really just as emotional, just maybe about different things. Right, just
0: plays out differently, right?
1: Yeah. So, so, um, so you know, looking at that text, I think uh, from a objective. Standard in looking at Scripture and how Scripture speaks into this is really Peter's talking about that uh, women are the weaker vessel when it comes to vulnerability. Uh, Peter's talking about social vulnerability there, and really that stems from being the weaker vessel. The vessel meaning physical, physically. In fact, Paul speaks uh, of in other passages of the vessel in in a physical sense. So I think. Um, Even in that, talking through um, those issues, both as a man and a woman, and looking back at the text, what does Scripture really say? I think we can maybe uh, help one another out when it comes to some of those interpretive issues.
0: Right. In fact, we haven't really talked much about this, but I think one of the things that would be just awesome from this this podcast is for men and women alike to listen to this podcast. And and in my mind, I'm specifically even thinking of husbands and wives listening, um, and then discussing it on their own time. So if we talk about a certain passage or a certain thing having to do with studying the Bible, then men and women in their family context, maybe it's a a dad and a daughter or a mother and a son or um, two friends discussing those things from their perspectives, and really creating that unity between all of the body of Christ.
1: Absolutely. Well, a third question we want to answer, what are our goals for this podcast? And we've kind of already talked into some of these things, and uh, some of the answers to this question uh, will pave the way for the content of of our first season. Uh, But the first goal I would say that we have is we want to, again, encourage people to love the Word of God. Uh, the Bible is God's story of redemption and love. It's God's story unfolded for us. Uh, it is, the Bible is the means that we have to know God more uh, and to know his character more, to see his character revealed in action from Genesis to Revelation. Well, what, what's the second goal that we have, I Rachel? I
0: think we definitely want to encourage people to study the Word of God. Uh, sometimes we think of studying the Word of God as being um, a very intimidating thing. Again, leaving that to the the people who do that for a living. Um, Sometimes we see Bible study as being boring or not worth our time. Uh, Sometimes we feel like we don't have time to study the Word of God. And all these things are things that we're going to try to talk about and um, discuss in more detail throughout this season.
1: A a third goal I think we have, too, is we want to encourage people to live out the Word of God. You know, James talks about... um, not simply being hearers, but being doers also. So we want to talk about knowing God's word more uh, for the purpose of life change and living it out uh, in the Sunday through Sunday, you know, the nitty gritty of life. And, And that's what it's all about.
0: Right. Knowing God's word really does nothing if you're not living it out. Yeah, I think that leads to then the the last main goal that we have for our podcast is to get into the study of Scripture and some of the interpretive issues when approaching Scripture. Um, In fact, specifically, Season 1 is going to focus on um, some helps for ourselves that we've learned and hopefully for you as listeners on how to study and interpret the Bible um, and get into some specific areas that will hopefully help you.
1: That's right. And uh, before we close out uh, episode one, um, the last question we want to address is maybe what is our story when it comes to loving God's word? Uh, So, Rachel, you want to just kind of give a little bit of, uh, you kind of already introduced yourself, but give a little of your background um, and just uh, how God's worked in your life to, 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 start to develop that love for His Word.
0: Yeah, like I had mentioned before, I was able to grow up in a Home that loved God's Word, loved God's people. Um, I was a part of church from from the time I was born. I was able to be in Christian schools and um, even serving for many years alongside Adam in ministry. I would say that I did have the opportunity to know God's Word, Um, but I also had kind of an underlying misconception that. Um, I couldn't really know the deeper things of God's word. I mean, those were for the people that would work on um, furthering their degrees. Those were for the, the men preaching up on stage, the people writing books. Um, I could study and read God's word devotionally, but yet I probably wasn't going to ever really get to any of the deeper theological things, and those things didn't really matter to my life Anyway, I mean, after all, I was a, a busy mom and a teacher, like, you know, those were those were things that I really couldn't spend time thinking about. Um, and really, I kind of was transformed in my thinking um, several years ago now when I read the book written by Jen Wilkin called um, Women of the Word. And in that, she kind of turned all of that thinking on its head and pretty much said that, no, even though um, I knew God's Word and knew the stories of God's Word, I as a woman and called to be a student of God's Word and continue to learn God's Word in order to love Him more. And uh, it challenged me in some really specific ways and encouraged me to uh, go back to the drawing board a little bit in my approach to Scripture and uh, realizing that there was so much depth to God's Word that I had not even thought about and uh, started to make connections, enjoy learning kind of those deeper theological truths of God's Word because I was seeing how those were very, very practical to my everyday living. I couldn't be a good mom or a good wife or a good pastor's wife if I didn't know these truths about God through His Word. So uh, I look at that as kind of a transformative time in my life, um, really understanding my desperate need for for knowing His Word more, and then that has led to, in the last few years, just really developing a passion for seeing other women, and busy moms specifically, knowing how important God's Word is to their lives, and uh, just kind of encouraging women in their own Bible study. So I, I guess that's where I would say I am at this point in my life now.
1: Yeah, that's really neat. And, and I would say for myself, uh, I had the privilege of growing up in a, in a pastor's home, And, um, really was able to, to develop a, uh, a respect and a love for God's word from an early age, just through, uh, watching the example of my parents and, uh, went on to, uh, to Bible college and seminary and things. And, um, kind of always had a passion to, to understand the Bible and to, to a desire to teach the Bible. Um, but, uh... As time went on, I really began to see just in more detail how the Bible really does connect together uh, to tell that one grand story of redemption, of what uh, Christ has done for us, what God has done for us through Christ, and uh, just began to see how the Bible uh, comes together as a whole. It's not just a bunch of of dissected passages and stories, and uh, just uh, was able to see that in greater clarity, and it just uh, uh, continues to make the Bible become uh, just more alive and, and, and just showcases the deepness of Scripture, and I just desire to, um, to be able to, to share that with others and kind of see the, the light bulb click on in individuals' minds. Uh, and hearts so that um, they, too, grow in a greater appreciation for God's Word.
0: Yeah, it was kind of cool for me to be a part of that process, too, because uh, ever since we knew each other, I knew that you were um, a lover of God's Word and a great teacher, but it was like watching you put on a different pair of glasses. And all of a sudden you were seeing things in scripture that you had never seen before. And that excitement excited me. Um, And I can remember staying up up late and asking you all sorts of questions and picking your brain about things and um, kind of doing that journey together. So that's why I think it's cool to then be able to be doing this podcast together to hopefully share some of that.
1: Absolutely. Well, I think that about wraps it up for episode one. Uh, We want to thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you'll join us again on episode two, where we discuss the question, do we read the Bible for heart or mind, and is there really a difference? But until then, may you be filled with the love and peace of Christ.
0: You've been listening to the Know and Love podcast with Adam and Rachel Pereira, If you haven't already, make sure to subscribe on any of the apps that you use for your podcast listening, like iTunes or Spotify. That way, when the next episode drops, you'll be able to have it automatically on your device. Also, make sure to contact us with any questions or feedback on our website, knowandlovepodcast.com. We love hearing from you because it helps us shape the direction and the content of any future episodes.